What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. NBA 2K Mobile lets you put together your dream team with your favorite NBA legends and current GOATs. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Everything about hockey has left my mind. Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Seattle Kraken, again. Um, we are joined by Sky, who writes for both Stanley Cup of Chowder and Davy Jones' Locker Room. Apostrophe Locker Room. Steph Driver's going to kill me, but I, I'm literally made insane by the lack of apostrophe in the Davy Jones' Locker Room. It could be just the Davy Jones Memorial locker room. You don't know. I guess. It's just that he, it was his locker. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was his it wasn't locker. His, it wasn't his specific locker. It was his locker room. All right. I'll, I'll let it go. Because otherwise we'll be here all day with me. Yeah, we'll, we'll be just bothered with nomenclature all day. Yeah. Which no is kind of how hockey <laughs> has been over the past week or so. Yeah, so this is going to be an interesting pregame because I was telling Sky before we started officially recording this um, that over the course of the holiday break, every single bit of hockey information related to this season has completely left my brain. It is the, it's as though nothing has happened. I don't remember who was good or who was bad or what was happening. So we're just going to figure it out as we go. Um, mm-hmm. But just to... My, it's my understanding. Did, the, did Seattle have a few games canceled because of the COVID stuff? Uh, it's kind of hard to think of a team that didn't get most of its games canceled over the past couple of weeks. Uh, it started with the Maple Leafs on uh, the 19th, and it uh, has been spiraling out of control up until uh, Monday of this week. So this is going to be the first game back in what is increasingly looking like almost a month. Yeah, it'll be the first game back for the Flyers as well. So that'll be cool. Great. Interesting. Yeah. And I guess the biggest thing that is happening with Seattle right now, as it relates to this game, is that Brandon Tanev is out for the season. Is that right? Yes, he he is. He's out with an ACL injury, which that's a real real stinks. That stinks a lot. You know, you have to, when you're a young team and you've got this team that very few people, you know, know that much about, have, so much kind of needs someone to gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to think of a player who fills that role of heart and soul guy that everyone loves. You know, the dude who always plays with pace that like Brandon Tanev, he's mm-hmm. a little weird. He's got this interesting charisma to him. He's <clears throat> the easiest way to describe his skating is that it's 
always revving up. It's just never not stopping. He's he plays like every game could be his last. And mm. it really stinks that a player like that has to be on the injured reserve list for a little while. Yeah, it does stink, especially considering that, you know, the Kraken are not winning a lot of games. So they're bad. Bad. Dude, yeah, you can bad. say that they're bad. I was trying to be nice about it, but yeah, they're bad. Um no, we don't we don't have to be we don't have to sugarcoat this anymore. <laughs> So having something to rally around for the fan base is obviously a good thing. Um, well, we wanted there to be Matt Beneers, but Team USA got their game canceled. So it's been rough. It's been a very rough time I, for uh, it's really uh, been a, Seattle fans. A messy couple of weeks generally. Um, yeah, yeah. So the Flyers... Yeah, the Flyers and the Kraken haven't played since very early in the season, back on October 18th, when the Flyers won 6-1. to one. Um, mm. Back in those halcyon days when Flyers fans thought for a minute that the team might be fun and good. Uh, what has Dave Hextall's team been up to over the course of the last couple of months? What have they been doing game-wise? Well, um, stop me if you've heard this before. Um, sometimes they'll look like they finally turned a corner and then they just will completely sink themselves or they will be down early or they will suddenly be finding themselves having these systematic breakdowns that no other team in the league could possibly have. That, does that sound kind of hackstallish to you? That's a Dave Hackstall special right there. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a little bit of that. Um, I think it's, you know, it's hard with a season where you've had all these postponements and you have players going out from COVID protocol. And you're also running into the problem of, honestly, I think Philip Grubauer was a good idea for a uh, expansion draft goalie, but he has not really filled the role that they need. Yeah. And so... And if, and the guys behind him are either young or untested. And so for the Kraken, it's been, well, if we can't even trust our netminder, what hope do we have <laughs> other than just trying to score our way out of problems? And for the most part, they've gotten close to being able to do that. But they, the problem, I think, is that a lot of what made Flyers hockey under Hackstall so frustrating is kind of rearing its ugly head. I'm not quite at the per, at the part of me that says I think it's time for a change mm. because I want to see what this team looks like with like a game-changing talent on the, on it. They've got a lot of really strong talent, a lot of really good possession talent. What they need is good finishing talent and if they can pick up just one guy, I figure maybe we'll see what happens. But I, I I imagine that if you're a Flyers fan, you'd probably watch the Kraken and go, oh, I've seen a lot of this. I, I know what this looks like. I'm probably, I can't imagine that you'd be super, uh, super excited to see it happen to the Flyers again. So, no. yeah. Yeah, I see uh, heat maps on Twitter from time to time of Kraken games and all those shots from the outside. And I'm like, yeah, there's Dave. That's yeah. Dave. He loves to keep which, everything. Which is so bizarre because 
he has the kind of talent that can easily cut into the middle and start causing some trouble. The problem mm-hmm. is, the problem is, is that like if you go to hockeybiz.com and you see where some of the best finishing that they're getting is from, it's either from the circle or right in front of the net, and they still have to take all these shots out from the point. That's not okay. That's something that needs to be figured out, hopefully, over the course of this break, hopefully over the course of uh, the next couple of months. Otherwise, I don't think Dave Haxtell is going to remain the Kraken coach for a very long time because this this is just unacceptable. Yeah, it's a weird thing about NHL coaches is that they rarely seem to learn any lessons. Yeah, funny how that works out. Would have thought, like... They just really think that their ideas are the right ones. And if they're not working, it's because the players are failing to execute, not because the ideas are bad. So NHL coaches are going to NHL coach. But you mentioned that the Kraken are doing some scoring. And just looking at Mm -hmm. the numbers here, Jordan Eberle and Jaden Schwartz are leading the team in points. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks like Everly is leading in goals as well. Everly and McCann are tied in goals. Yeah. Okay. Um, what has been going well for the Kraken? Well, it's definitely been their top six. Um, Jordan Everly and Jaden Schwartz and Jared McCann are, as much as people have been kind of going back and forth on them being, you know, true first line liners in the league, they've done fantastic work together. I think that, you know, together and apart, I think they play very, very well. Um, Yanni Gord has shown that he can be a pretty strong playmaker. And, you know, before they lost him, Brandon Tanev was, you know, a strong uh, scoring presence in the depth. And I got to say, even with the sometimes uh, deeply obnoxious breakdowns, the Kraken aren't that bad at giving up shots in the slot. They seem to get that pretty pretty reasonably it's just it's just a matter of uh making sure that your goaltender can actually make the save that they need to and in general i think that there's a bunch of players that are starting to really come into their own uh morgan hickey's coming come coming together uh vince dunn when he wasn't on protocol was do was coming together uh junas donskoy for all of the memes we've made about him not being able to buy a goal um, he's been a fantastic playmaker. He's been able to get a uh, assist after assist after assist, and he's still and he's still hunting for goal number one for the Kraken. And that's which is it's just funny, but it helps to contextualize this team isn't as like Arizona bad. They're just mm. really frustrating, but, but you can do something with frustrating, in my opinion. So I did see today that um, Joey Duckhord is up mm-hmm. on the taxi squad for the Kraken. Um, yes, he is. Is there any chance? I'm trying to remember how the rules work for the taxi squad. My brain is leaky. Is there any chance you think that they sub him in for one of these struggling goaltenders? Because, like, I feel like the thing with a goalie like Duckhord is like he's he might not be that good. But also, like, he might pop in and, like, play a crazy good game. 
And that might be something that the Kraken need maybe to get going. That's that's not a bad idea. Um, the thing is, is that, you know, one of their biggest issues is net front D. So mm. one of so it really un, unless Decord is just ready to have to take shots in from point blank, uh, which is not always the case from AHL goalies, I'm not sure that would be the best option. But then again, you know, guys like Dreger and uh, Grubauer, they've they've done their best, and it looks like at least for one of them, their best isn't enough. Mm. I would not I would not hate to see Decord if uh, Grubauer or uh, Dreger were uh, dealing with like cramping or something like that over the course of the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, right after this game, they've got the Flames, and then on Saturday they've got Vancouver you know fingers crossed and all that but they it would be nice to see them try and cycle through uh what they have in their goaltending so that they can make an honest assessment i do think personally that but if they make any changes with their goaltending upcoming mm-hmm. um i would prefer them to deal with the players on the ice rather than uh rather than just the goaltender because I feel like part of it is that the system that they need from Hackstall, it needs not game-breaking talent, but noticeable talent. Okay. And I don't feel like that we're getting. I don't feel like that we're getting that from the current group of uh, defensemen, at the very least, uh, as of right now. Yeah. I... So, I, as a Flyers fan, I'm sure you understand the pain of having theoretically good defensemen that just don't pan out. Right. Ah, uh, yes. We have seen that yeah. before several times. And um, we're continuing to see it. <laughs> right. I know that the. I'm just kind of looking through Twitter now. There are some guys still in protocol for the crack. Mm-hmm. Vince Dunn, uh, Donato, Larson, and Appleton. Yeah. Um, with those guys out, are there any like notable call-ups that we might be looking at from the minors? Uh, well, there was some positives that came out of, uh, Will Borgen's first time in the, uh, uh, NHL. So I wouldn't mind seeing a little more Borgen. Um, I've been up and down on whether or not, uh, Alex True is really NHL level talent, but I'd be willing to give him another shot. Um, but I think part of the the whole thing with this whole COVID protocol thing is that you kind of have to roll with the punches. Yeah. Um, The Kraken don't really have a whole lot of talent that they can call on right now because, you know, they've, they made their bed for the year and it looks like they're going to lie in it. Yeah. So that's, that's total. That's all Ron Francis's call. But I would say... Um, you probably pull up Max McCormick, see if he does something. Um, you probably see if a player on the checkers can pull something out. Um, I personally would just hope that there is a negative test and see if you can get Vince Dunn back in this lineup because mm. it, it, it takes a lot of the kind of the, the defense of the Kraken is kind of threadbare at the moment. And yeah. so any good player that you can get can really can really make a difference so heading into this game what would you say the odds are 
that the Kraken beat the Flyers. I know this is hard because this is almost like this is almost like a game at the start of the season. Like it's been so long since we've had a game. Yeah. Yeah, like it feels it feels like a a restart. It feels like a yeah. it feels like it feels like this is like right after the lockout or something like that. Right, cuz um, like does it matter how the Flyers were playing before or how the Kraken were playing before? I'm not sure that it does because the stop has been so long, like longer than it should have been for just Christmas that yeah. it's almost like we're starting fresh and we're going to again. Yeah, just see what these guys look like. Yeah, um, I don't really know what to expect from the Flyers anymore. I know they clean Same. house, so <laughs> <laughs> so I wish I knew a little more about what the Flyers were going to be. Mm. Um, I know that they can score. I know that they definitely can score, and I know that they can get scored on, which generally works to the Kraken's advantage. Um, they're very good at taking over at least one period and sort of you know, hanging on that one period for a while. But if they don't cash in, then they're, it's going to be like trying to draw blood from a stone. Um, yeah. I mean, the good thing for the Kraken heading into this game is that um, as of now, Carter Hart is on COVID protocol. So um, they'll be getting Martin Jones, which I mean, Jones hasn't been bad for the Flyers, but like he's still Martin Jones. So there's like always a, a chance that he just... Well, he's so, got a 907, which he's been, he's, I think I think Kraken fans would kill for that right now. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough game and it's going to be it's not going to be fun for the next, you know, several months. It's going to be it's going to be an uphill battle no matter what, especially when you lose a guy like Brandon Tanev. Yeah. That said, I feel like losing Tanev the day before you're supposed to hit the ice again would definitely motivate me personally to try and start winning some games for turbo because he's put his best foot forward he's really tried to ingratiate himself to the team and to the community he's done an absolutely fantastic job as a middle six bottom six player um he can play wherever you need him to be and you just lost that so i feel like really rallying together to to get a good effort forward at the very least is paramount to them winning this game. I think that if this game were a win, it will be some 5-4 craziness that is oh so typical of Seattle Kraken hockey after <laughs> after two months. I'm here for a bonkers barn burner, to be honest with you. I would not hate that at all. I just want a normal game. I just want one normal game. Mm. The, the Kraken don't play normal games, so I want to know what that looks like for them. Okay. So whatever happens in this game, there's going to be something that happens that you haven't seen in quite a long time. So I'm very <laughs> excited and a little scared for that. I am going to kick off what feels like the new season on a positive footing. And I'm going to say Flyers win this game four to one. I'm going to get real crazy with it. Four to one. That's a that's pretty reasonable. I hope Martin Jones and the Flyers defense is up to the task. Yeah, Martin Jones is going to have to do it. He's going to have to to get it done tomorrow night. It'll be it's going to be an interesting week for the Flyers because they've got a back to back with San Jose right after this Kraken game, and uh, I think Martin Jones is going to play both of those games. So 
That's the Kraken like, have to play the Flames next, and that's going to be unpleasant. Oof, yeah, it might be unpleasant for the the Kraken fans. So it might be it might behoove the Kraken to pull this one out. <laughs> Because I'm looking and we might be in the new year before we see another W. Yeah. I'm just being being a little pessimistic, but I'm also being realistic about this. I respect the honesty, to be quite honest with you. I mean, I personally don't watch very much West Coast hockey at all. So I have not seen a Seattle Kraken game since they played the Flyers. So, you know, if a team... They're a lot of fun. They're also absolutely infuriating. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I mean, like, bad teams win hockey games. Like, they don't go zero and eighty-two. So, yeah, the only the only team that might have uh, might have gotten there was the Arizona Coyotes. And guess who gave them their first win? <laughs> that was nice. King County is all about being giving, and That's... the Kraken embody that spirit. You love to see it. It's heartwarming. I love to see it so much. So you're going 5-4 Kraken. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, 5-4 Kraken. Okay. I'm saying 4-1 Flyers. Mostly, I just hope both teams have fun out there. Of course. It's been a while. And no one uh, gets COVID. No one gets COVID. No one gets hurt. I don't think either team can really afford anything like that going into their next game. I truly cannot take another injury on this team. I will simply turn to dust. It's just me neither. It's too much. Skylar, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on the internet at skyonair underscore on twitter.gov. Uh, you can find me also at Stanley Cup of Chowder for Bruins content. And you can find me at Davy Jones Locker Room for Seattle Kraken content. The locker thank you room. very much, by the way, for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. For once you go check out the website dedicated to the locker room named for Davy Jones. In not, memory of Davy Jones, God rest his soul. Not in fact the locker room belonging to him, hence no need for an apostrophe. <laughs> Just you, go. You don't know. You you simply cannot you cannot make that enter. You cannot I, make that definitive. Yeah, I'm I, I'm just not going to let it make my eye twitch anymore. This guy, that's what I'm going to try to do. You're going to you'll have to ask Steph. <laughs> I, I made You're a whole gonna sit there in her. front of our boss and make her and make her say something. I could tell very quickly that she was real tired of my no apostrophe <laughs> bullshit. As soon as she revealed the name of that blog, I could tell very quickly that I better just stop talking about the apostrophe or she was going to murder me. So hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast and I'll be safe. <laughs> Guy, thank you again so much. I hope that you enjoy the hockey game. I hope everyone has fun. I hope that nothing wacky happens because we have had quite enough of the wackiness, I think. Go Flyers. Yeah. Go Kraken. What is up, Astros fans? This is Jeff Balky and my partner, former Astro Jeff Blum from the Believe in Astros podcast to tell you baseball is back and we've got your world champion Houston Astros covered. Every week we go inside the clubhouse, break down the games, discuss the players and give you everything you need to know about the Houston Astros baseball organization with special guests and a few surprises all summer and into the postseason. So tune in to the Believe in Astros podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V on Apple. Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere you get your podcasts, go Astros.